Happy Resurrection Day. I bring you greetings from God's House of Salvation, where my wife and I are co-pastors, and we are so grateful to have the opportunity to celebrate Resurrection Day. Uh, I bring you a message from the Lord, and sit back and hear what thus says the Lord. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come on this great and powerful day, a day that we celebrate what you have done for us and how you have paved the way for us to go from earth to heaven. We so ever thankful. Give y'all honor, we give y'all glory, we give y'all praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The scriptures I'm using first will be Genesis, second chapter, second and the third verses. And reads thusly. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because in it he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. Second scripture will be Hebrews, fourth chapter, the fourth through the twelfth verse. And it reads thusly, For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise. And God did rest on the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. Sin therefore it remaineth that some must enter therein and they to whom it was first preached. Enter not in because of unbelief. Again he limit a certain day saying in David today after so long a time as it is said today that if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus has given them rest, then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day? There remained therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entering into his rest, he shall also have ceased from his own works, as God did from his work. Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, 
piercing even to the dividing asunder of souls and spirit and of the joints and marrow and a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the hearts. For a subject, I want to use the apparition of Satan and the grace of God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Three words highlighted. Apparition, grace, and re resurrection. Apparition is a word that is seldom used in the English idiom. It is, is an Ethiopian term used to describe the devil's temporary victory over humanity and the world. Satan was created Lucifer before becoming the devil, the personification of evil. God created Lucifer as the highest angel in God's angelic kingdom. Lucifer was the anointed cherubim. Lucifer reigned as the anointed cherubim that covered God's most high priest mountain. Lucifer was the highest ranking angel that God created until he sinned and became Satan. Lucifer and the other angels were created sometime before the foundation of the world. Ezekiel 28:14, Thou art the anointed cherubim that covered, and I have set thee so. Thou was upon the holy mountains of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Isaiah 14, 12-14, How you have fallen from heaven. Morning star, son of the dawn, you have been cast down to the earth. You who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I would ascend to the heavens and will rise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit enthroned on the mount of assembly on the uttermost heights of Mount Saphon. I will descend above the tops of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. When God cast Lucifer down to the earth, he took a third part of the angels with him. That became demons. Then God created man in his own image after his own likeness to rule the earth. Adam was placed in the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden had many trees for Adam's delight. Many trees, but one tree was mentioned in the tree of life, but another one, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God said, Don't eat of that tree. For the day that you eat of that tree, you will surely die. The first apple. Richard 
of the devil was to deceive man and cause him to disobey God, to put a gulf between God and man called death. For the day that you eat of this tree, thou shalt surely die. But as we know the story, Satan became in the form of a serpent and said, Thou should not surely die, for God know that the day that you eat of this fruit, your eyes will be open, you will become gods like him. When our father Adam and Eve went out of the garden, they trod the grounds, their feet not knowing that they were treading. When they came to the opening of the gate of the garden, they saw the broad earth spread before them, covered with stones large and small and with sand. They feared and trembled and fell on their faces for the fear that came upon them. They were as dead because whereas they had hitherto been in the garden land, beautifully planted with all manner of trees, they now saw themselves in a strange land which they knew not and had never seen. And because at that time they were filled with the grace of the bright nature. They had not hearts turned towards earthly things. Therefore God pity on them. And when he saw them falling before the gates of the garden, he sent his word unto Father Abraham and Eve and raised them from their fallen state. And the Lord said unto to Adam and Eve, you transgressed of your own free will until you came out of the garden in which I have placed you. Of your own free will have you transgressed through your desire for divinity, greatness, and exalted state such as I have so that I deprive you of the bright nature in which you then were in, I made you come out of the garden to this land, rough and full of trouble. If only you had not transgressed my commandment and had kept my law and had not eaten of the fruit of the tree near which I told you not to come, there were fruit trees in a garden better than that one. But the wicked Satan who continued not in his first estate nor kept his faith and whom was no good intent towards me and who, though I had created him yet, set me at naught and sought the Godhead. So that I hurled him down from heaven. He it is who made the tree appear pleasant in your eyes until you ate of it. By hearkening to him. Thus have 
have you transgressed my commandment? Therefore, I have brought upon you these sorrows. For I am God, the creator, who when I created my creature, did not intend to destroy them, but after they had sorely roused my anger, I punished them with grievous plagues until they repent. But if on the contrary, they still continue to harden their transgression, they shall be under a curse forever. Then Adam said unto God, O Lord, take thou my soul and let me not see this gloom anymore or remove me to some place where there is no darkness. But God the Lord said unto Abraham, Brother, I say unto thee, this darkness will pass from thee every day that I have determined for thee until the fulfillment of my covenant when I will save thee and bring thee back again into the garden into the abode of light thou longest for. Where is, is no darkness. I will bring thee to it in the kingdom of heaven. Again, God Said unto Adam, all this misery that thou hast been made to take upon thee because of thy transgression will not free thee from the hand of Satan. And I will not save thee, but I will when I shall come down from heaven and shall become flesh of my seed and take upon me the infirmities from which thou sufferest. Then the darkness that came upon thee in the cave shall come upon me in the grave when I'm in the flesh of that sea. And I, who am without years, shall be subject to the reckoning of years of times, of months, and the days, and I shall be reckoned as one of the sons of men in order to save thee. God ceased to commune with Adam. All of God's creation crowned with the master creation of mankind, yet nothing of all of God's existence could bring salvation to the world. No, not the moon, nor the stars, not the trees, nor the winds, no, not the air, nor the waters, no, not the mountains, nor the heavens, no, not astrology or philosophy, not psychology or theology, no, not Moses' delivery or Abraham's faith, no, not David's heart, nor Elijah's power, no, not Ezekiel's will, no Isaiah's eagle eye. Not by the priests, nor by the prophets, no. Not by the burning of incense, nor of sacrifices. Not by honoring the temple, nor worshiping in the synagogue. No, no, no. Not by singing of hymns, nor long prayers in the halls of the church. Then came the word of God to 
Adam and said unto him, O Adam, as thou hast shed that blood, so I will shed my own blood when I become flesh of thy seed, and as thou didst die, O Adam, so also will I die. And thou didst build an altar, so also will I make for thee an altar on And as thou hast offered that blood upon it, so also will I offer my blood upon an altar on the earth. And as thou didst sue for forgiveness through that blood, so also will I make my blood forgiveness of sins and blot out transgressions in it. And now behold, I have accepted that offering, O Adam, but the days of that covenant wherein I have bound thee are not fulfilled. When they are fulfilled, then I will bring thee back into the garden. Now therefore strengthen thy heart and when sorrows come upon thee, make me an offering and I will be favorable to thee. And the word of God came and said, O Adam, who counseled thee when thou earnest out of the cave to come to this place? And Adam said unto God, O Lord, we came to this place because of the heat of the fire that came upon us inside the cave. Then the Lord God said unto Adam, O Adam, thou dreadest the heat of the fire for one night. But how will it be? When thou dwellest in hell. Yet, O Adam, fear not, neither say in thy heart that I have spread this rock as a warning over thee to plague thee therewith. It came from Satan, who had promised thee the Godhead and majesty. It is he who threw down it. This rock to kill the under it and eat with thee, thus to prevent you from living upon the earth. But in mercy for you, just as that rock was falling down upon you, I will command it to form and on and over you, and the rock under you to lower itself. And this sign, O Adam, would happen to me at my coming upon the earth. Satan will raise the people of the Jews, put me to death, and they will lay me in a rock and seal a large stone upon me, and I will remain within that rock three days and three nights. But on the third Day I will rise again, and it shall be salvation to thee, O Adam, and to that seed, and to believe in me. But, O Adam, I will not bring thee from under this rock until three days and three nights are past. That's why Isaiah said, For unto us a child is born, unto us a Son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, 
everlasting father and the prince of peace. That's why Paul said, oh wretched man that I am who shall deliver me from the body of this death. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So with the mind I myself serve the world. But with my heart I serve God. Now upon the first day of the week. Very early in the morning, the Bible says, they came unto the sepulchre bringing the spices which they had prepared, certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. They entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass as they were much perplexed thereabout. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise again. And they remember his words and return from the sepulchre and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene. And Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and the other women that were with them, which told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales, and they believed them not. Then arose Peter and ran unto the sepulchre, and stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves and departed. One in themselves at that which was come to pass. Now that Jesus is risen, we can go to all the world baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teach them to observe all things, whatever God has told us. Because he said he will be with us always, even until the end of time. Now, Jesus, that Jesus has opened up the kingdom of heaven. We can now go boldly to the throne of grace. Because Jesus went to hell to reclaim all power. I can say, oh, death. Where is that sting, O oh grave? Where is that victory? Because Jesus had prepared a place for me in my father's house. I can say, like Paul, behold, I show you a mystery. We should not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound. 
and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon. An empty grave is there to prove my Savior's live. How sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and the joy that he gives. Oh, but greater still the calm assurance we can face uncertain days because he lives. Then one day I'll cross that river. I'll fight life's final war with pain. And then, if there's given way to victory, I'll see the lights of glory. And I know he reigns because he lives. I can face tomorrow because he lives. All fear is gone because I know he holds the future. Life it's worth the living because Jesus lives. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because God lives all spirit. God, because I know he holds the future. Because he lives. Jesus lives today. Yes, he died on Calvary. Crucified by mean mark. Yes, he cried out to his father. Said, Why has thou forsaken me? Yes, Jesus said, It is finished. Out into the hand, I commend my spirit. They laid him down, Joseph Bartoon, and as he had proclaimed, he stayed out all night Friday, all day Saturday, all night Saturday. Because he lives. Because he lives. Because Jesus lives.